I have a non-Jewish client, and I really mm-hmm. hope other people hear this, by the way. I'm, I'm not embarrassed to, t- to say this. Okay. I have a non-Jewish client, a woman who I'm building a website for her, and it's horrific, from her, it's horrific to hear the things that she says to me that other religious people send her. She's not an anti-Semite. She obviously, she's actually, yeah. she's fascinated with Jews, by the way. She's like fascinated with, she actually wanted to like know about Gemara. She wants to know about Tanakh and things. Wow. And like, I don't know. She's like one of those like people that likes to like figure things out, but mm-hmm. she can't figure out for the life of her. Why are from Jews sending her inappropriate material and inappropriate messages? As a matter of fact, okay, no, I'm going to- I'm going to- to her. Yeah, and I'm going to- yeah, and like I know this sounds like heavy duty material over here. Maybe it's too much for some people to hear, but I want the guy, if he happens to listen to this podcast, to hear this, okay? Because he knows who he is. This is Hebrew Hits presented by JTribeRadio.com. I'm your host, Malia, and I sit down with people who live by the motto it's what you do with what you have that makes a difference. And, and yeah, if you want to know how she called your bluff, it's my fault, okay? Okay, that's it, I'm gonna, as I'm going to get there soon. Basically, she connected with a lot of other mutual connections of mine. Mm-hmm. And I have a friend, I'm not going to say where he lives or what part of the content, what part of the world he lives on. And she said about him, you know, this guy, I think he likes me. I said, he likes you? I said, that's so strange because I know that guy. First of all, he's Jewish. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's first of all, so like that's already out of bounds. Yeah. And second of all, he's married with kids. I know him. Oh, my gosh. I know what she says to me. Hey, he never told me he wasn't married. He never told me he was married. You, you, I'm you, horrified you, for men. You, 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 horrified. You're saying, no, you, know, you shouldn't be horrified for men. I'm horrified. Like we said before, it's a matter of like being on being on guard, being in touch with what you're doing to be in, to not being in touch with what you're doing. And he obviously was very out of touch. So, uh, so we were zooming at the time because I guess we had to discuss things relevant to the, yeah. to the, um, to the project. So she's in the middle of sharing her screen, and I see she goes, she, she's insane. She goes right back and starts typing. The guy's like, "By the way, do you have kids?" And like, she like just called him out, and he's like, "Yeah, like why do you ask?" He's like, oh, "I'm just asking." He's like, "Because you told me you were single. I was trying to figure out exactly how do you have kids." And then oh after, oh my she, gosh! And then afterwards, she told me like, "Oh yeah, he. By the way, he never messaged me again after that." Got him red-handed. You just have to be aware. And that's for men. But for women, and this is probably something you wanted to ask me, what should women do probably to be more aware? Yeah. Right. So, Well, not even more aware, but how can women protect themselves even more from this, from this okay. kind of thing? Right. So, so it's two questions. So again, the questions are what can they do to protect themselves? And what's the other question? And how can they be more aware of what's going on in the situation? So very good questions. So on LinkedIn, there are a few ways to protect yourselves, I think, just off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. While this may not be practical for everyone, sometimes not having a headshot helps. Now, that's not practical for everyone because some people just have to be able to identify who you are to be able to make sure they're not contacting right. the wrong person. Now, truth be told, if you have a name that stands out, it could be you may not need it necessarily. There are plenty of from ladies, mm-hmm. or not even just not have a headshot, just to make an avatar. I know- That's mine, I have an avatar. Oh, really? My oh. avatar is wearing sunglasses and a hat, so you can't even see who exactly. she is. Exactly, right. It's not so, a real, if you actually enlarge the picture, it looks real. It's an avatar of me. It's not really me. Right, so for me, I don't have that problem necessarily because I have a filter, and my filter blocks out all human skin, so I don't even know 
Yeah. Oh, did it, wow. So yeah. You don't even see profile pictures. Exactly. I mean, I see the the clothes and I see whatever. Like it's kind of like you see just like blobs like hanging out of clothes. I'm saying, but like, you know, I don't. I I honestly I don't see pictures. I can watch videos. The videos themselves can play, and then the filter kind of comes down, you know, on LinkedIn. But wow. but I, I but if there's any human skin there, I cannot see it. So if I, I post see. a picture of myself, you don't see my my. No, face. Zippo. I don't see nothing. Even a picture on LinkedIn. Picture, all I see feed. is I see the background. I see where you're standing. I'll see the car or whatever it is, whatever you're standing next to, the trees, the sky. But human skin, it's programmed to to block to block out. Wow! Even in exactly. videos, everything. Um, not in videos. Just um, oh, well, not the video, in videos. But the videos still maybe I'm saying there's ways probably to block it out. But wow. in still pictures and still images, it blocks it out. So that's actually really for men. I'm mentioned over that, by the way. If you do not have a filter, you should get one. That besides the fact that it's an issue every second that you don't have one because the Rabbanim have already said that everyone has to have a filter. Mm-hmm. It's just simply for your own good. For, it's for every man's own good to have a working filter. Mm-hmm. For women, but onto the women. What, what should the women do? So like, so like I mentioned in the article, people have to be aware of how they, how they post and what they post about. And... This really is something that every girl has to an- or woman has to answer for themselves. Is the way I'm posting or the way I'm projecting myself drawing more attention to me than what's necessary? Are there okay. things that I'm saying? Is there nuances in my movement? Is there, are there things that I'm doing that are going to make men reach out to me and say things that I don't want to hear from anyone other than the one who Amit Hashem I'll be married to or the one who I am married to if you're a married woman? You know, just talking to all the, all the things over here. It's a big deal. I'm saying, I, I, we mentioned Rabbi Wallerstein before. Like, yeah. this is more negea to physical contact. Rabbi Wallerstein tells single girls all the time when they want to be makel and those in Yonam Chas he says, the only one who's allowed to touch you is the one who commits himself to you and puts a ring on your finger. Otherwise, don't you let, don't you let a man come within like 100, 100 miles of you. It's the same thing online. But you're, you're not here to get people's attention for the wrong reasons. You're here to build your brand, to let your natural talents come out so people can engage with your content and thereby they profit from you, you profit from them, but engage to make sure that it's not out of that realm. Is this in the realm that, that, that keeps me within my modest, my modest frame? Is this the, is this the the type of behavior that I'm portraying, which is going to keep me, which is going to keep me safe? That's one thing. Um, And like I said before, I said, like I said about the, um, the profile pics, I'm saying, I guess that's either that you have to, you have to, you have to measure that to see, you know, to see if that's something that you can deal without, you know? Yeah. Um, and what else could they do? Oh, yeah, this is what I want to say. Sorry, I was trying to figure out, like, there was one thing that I missed. <laughs> Be aware. Know the signs when someone is messaging you for the wrong reasons. Okay, so what are those signs? Because I'm a girl and I don't know. I just get, like, random stuff. And I'm like, once it gets too far, I'm like, okay, that's yeah. That's- that's so it's right, there. right. So hi, how are you? Could be a little bit ambiguous. I mean, you know, it's sometimes hard to know whether they really mean any harm with that. Mm-hmm. It, you know, technically saying how are you is also questionable in itself in halacha, by the way. There are a lot of things that are black and white in halacha that as far as name address is concerned. Sorry, not name address. Sorry. Um, personal address, addressing the other person. It might yeah. be problematic. For, for example, a man is not, a, not allowed to inquire in a personal fashion, how a woman is doing. Now, the, the term hey. how, it's, it's in Evno Ezra Simon Chafalaf, that one is not allowed to be shoyal uh, sholem in Aisha. He's not allowed to like inquire on, on her well-being. Um, but if how are you is like a formality, 
that, that that's not a problem. You know, because the hi, how are you is more of like a formality type of thing, more or less. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're not really like But if somebody on LinkedIn is saying hi, how are you? I don't generally answer those because I know they're just trying to start a conversation. Oh, so if there's nothing else there, if it's like, hey, let's let's talk to talk about let's see your podcast or this or that, there's tachlis. Exactly. If there's no substance. It's just hi, how are you? I don't even respond. Exactly. So you so you basically answer the question for yourself. If there's a substance, oh, if there's a substantive, that's the word, substantive. I remember Ted Cruz had like some way of saying that, but like he had a is a better vocabulary than mine. Yeah. If there's if there's something of substance there, okay, mm-hmm. and they actually want to talk about business or they're claiming mm-hmm. to talk about business, so I, I would say proceed with caution. Okay. And once you see it starts getting out of the realm of business, just see how far it goes. And then at some point, if you see they're going too far, just say, I'm sorry, I have to stop the conversation. Yeah. And, and right away, it goes without saying, we've seen the messages right away that they're like just saying hi and they're waiting for a response. And they say like, they use some endearing title and say like, I don't want to say the endearing titles. And they'll yeah. say like, oh, insert your endearing title here. How are you? You want to hang out? You want to go to coffee? First of all, never go out to coffee with another man. It's, it's oh, not, no way. Not, a, not, a, not, not a good idea. Not a good yeah. idea at all. Which is also something I was actually very nispal about them saying like in general, like when restaurants were open to the broader public before COVID, I know that there are men who will meet women for business, but it, it looks odd. I remember yeah. I was, I remember, I, honestly, I was out with my wife once. We went to a restaurant somewhere here in Lakewood. Mm-hmm. And no, there's a, there's a guy. I mean, he's obviously there for business, but he's talking with a lady. I'm saying, I guess for their standards, dress modestly, but you know, it just looks yeah. weird for a guy to be, to be meeting with another woman over food. Which you know, it just doesn't give it right. just doesn't give the right impression. So honestly, there are places that say if it's not necessary within your line of work to meet with a person over food, don't do it. If it's the custom there, then if you have to go, go, but only talk business. So it's the same thing online. Obviously, there's no virtual coffees here. You're not doing any virtual coffee with a guy. And if you're not doing virtual coffee with a guy, then you're obviously talking business. Make sure it stays to business. Um, right. I guess also. Okay, fine. Like in my case, I knew your brother, like I knew members of your family. So like there was already a little bit of the ice was broken there already. For me, right. I wasn't, when you first messaged me, I was like, okay, who's this guy? Like, okay, yeah. should I be nervous? And then you right. start talking about my brother and I was like, you know, my family. Okay, great. You know, like exactly. that's why I was totally felt comfortable talking right. to you. Oh yeah. But even within that, it's also still could die to be careful because sometimes I know that I, I, look, I'm only speculating because I never actually saw this, but it's been said that many cases of where somebody went and did something wrong to somebody else, that wrong to somebody else could have a lot of meanings. Usually okay. it's because it was a relative or somebody they knew or somebody very close to them or whatever it was. Interesting. So it doesn't mean that everybody's evil now. But even within that, of course, be careful. And when you see that the guy is harmless, then I don't think there's any problem with proceeding afterwards. And, and since writing your article, though, do you find that men are getting the message? Oh, so let me read you an email that I received from somebody. A girl or a guy? A guy, a guy. Because okay. remember, we're talking about guys getting the message, yeah? Okay, yeah, yeah. This is honestly someone who had commented on my, on my, on my article as liking it. I'm not going to say who it is, obviously. Okay. But he wrote to me the following message, and it was a pretty frantic message. Okay, you ready for this? I'm not mentioning names, but this is something that everyone needs to hear. Okay. Hi, Moishi. Shalom v'choltov. It's been a while since you spoke out about how to behave online, especially between genders. And it didn't matter to me because I always have an exception. And in the end, I'm not going to listen anyway. Now, married for my 18th year, I have two affairs going on on WhatsApp. One, I just started with a shiksa. I realized faintly that far from being fun, I am in trouble. 
Both are half my age. The first one I've given so far like $10,000. I have told them both an endearing, uh, an endearing message. I'm not going to read what he said. What's wrong with me? I don't know what to do. He told them both that he loves them? Well, I guess he figured it out. Yeah. So he oh got the God. message. He got the message. Don't, and, don't, don't scare me and tell me he's a regular white shirt guy. I can't. No, 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 no. No, he's, no, he's not. He's not. He's not a regular white shirt guy. Like he, modern? Like, I don't know. I mean, it does, he's, it, it, from, it, he's, he's, he's a shame of Shabbos. Oh no, Shabbos. why? Why? How no, am so, I supposed to weed this out? Like I'm in the shit up world right now. So like yeah. these things are really like, they freak me out. Like they, 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 they should. Out? Right, right. So they should. But like I said, most people are not malicious like that. And he didn't, he wasn't. So I got a little scared. I know though. Yeah. So tell me like what you, how you reacted. No, like, no. So how I reacted is like, I was like shocked. And like my initial reaction was to say, I'm not qualified to deal with this. So I tried reaching out to somebody to mm -hmm. try to deal with it. I couldn't reach that person. So I decided, let me, let me talk to him to try to like see, because it could be he's blowing it out of proportion. Let me really see what's going on. And I said, I'll be in my car soon. Call me. And he called me. And we talked about it. I just let him talk. I let him, you know, I let him hear what was going on. And really, there was no malicious intent involved. He, he said, I'm just a very nice guy. And I like connecting with people. And then before I knew it, like I was just like one thing led to the next. And I was just like, I couldn't stop talking to them. And these are people, I think, who it happens to be that in the case of the Shiksa, the Shiksa was the one who really more initiated the, the relationship. It takes two. Exactly. It takes two. It definitely takes two. That's also um, it's a taina that some men have that it takes two. So ladies definitely have to be careful. But it is a bigger horror for men to continue into such things. I just, I, just, I, I got on the phone with him. I just had to, I, just, I decided I have to hear from him just like what's going on over here. So he called me. And I said, just, just tell me what's going on. And I said, did you ever meet these people in person? He said, no. I said, okay, fine. So that's already one step. It never, Baruch Hashem, got past a certain stage, which means that you're, you're still in okay territory. Okay. Now, said, so now let me, let me, let me, and then also he mentioned to me that honestly, the one with the shiksa wasn't even initiated by, initiated by him. The, it, and like, it was, I think she wanted, so I, it was really unclear exactly what happened there, but that wasn't really totally his doing. And then, I asked him further, like, you know, are they the types to get, like, easily insulted? You know, is there a way for you to explain to them? And he's like, what do you mean? So I said, just explain to them that you made a mistake, that you're a from Jewish person. Oh, no. You know, no, just explain to them. And it was anti-Semitism, no? I don't know. It actually doesn't. You'll see soon. And I just said, just explain to them. First of all, one of them was one of them was the Yid. One was the guy. The Yid for sure can understand. And the girl that he was with, the Jewish girl, she was single, married, religious. What was her status? She was. She was. I think both of them were single. And like I mentioned, like both of them were half her age, half his age. I mean, they were like like young, like the younger. And he used his real name to them and real. I said that much. I, I didn't ask like that much information, but 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 we talked for a while because I just I had to let him just like get it out because he, he was obviously he was hurting a lot. And this is something he didn't want to be involved in. You could even hear it in his voice. He was just, he was just like sincerely, sincerely like regretting what he, what, what he did. And he really just didn't want to be there. And I said, listen, just calm down. Because like, obviously for the way things look, you know, this is still a fixable situation. You know, mm -hmm. you didn't meet them. Nothing went beyond right. that. And this is fixable. Just simply explain to them in a nice way that you made a mistake, that you're a religious Jew and that mm -hmm. you're a married man. And that because you're married, you have you have a relationship to commit to, and that it's immoral and that you can't you can't continue.
Just find, find a nice way to say that. And he heard. He said he would try. And Baruch Hashem, he managed to explain it to them. They accepted it. They accepted the answer and finished. And he went on with his life. And what he's up to now, I don't know. But when I followed up with him, he said to himself that he has no, he has no yearning to ever get himself back into that type of situation again. Because he, he, he apologized under- to his wife. Oh, I don't know what happened. I, I, I don't think his wife even knew, to be perfectly honest. I don't know. It's maybe such a bad feeling inside right now. Like, you know, you, you, should, you, know, you shouldn't. Because like, it shouldn't make you feel bad at all. Because you see that he was remorseful about it. And you see that he really didn't want to be there in the first place. But he was. And he was married for 18 years. How are you supposed to trust men when they do these kinds of things? No, it, it is, it's true. It does definitely diminish the trust that's supposed to belong in a marriage. But one thing that you could see is that I don't think you would ever find by them, and what I mean by them is like by anyone else who doesn't belong to our religion, you would never find a man who's as apologetic as he was. You would never find a man who's as remorseful and willing to come back to his roots and, re, and, re, and redo it as, as he does. And that's what I, really, what I was trying to bring up before. That Yidin at their very core, and this is something that everyone has to know, at our core, we're, 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 no, we're unbelievable individuals. And we're sincerely people who just, we want to do the Ratzon Hashem. We don't want to be there. But if we don't want to be there, we just have to take the necessary precautions. And if we are, and not we, I want to say we, because we, Chas Shalom, are not there. But if any of, anyone we know is there, they need to get help. And this is probably something that was probably going to be asked or, you know, should have been asked. But what should a person do if they find themselves in a situation? It's very simple. They shouldn't be embarrassed. They should get help. Because with every, with every problem that exists out there, if you just let the problem go on, the problem gets bigger and yes. bigger and bigger and worse and worse and worse until mm-hmm. Shalom, there's no way out. It's like that with any addiction. It's like that with any, any, any issue in mental health. Just get to somebody to help. And LinkedIn is full of people who help in these issues. Like one of them is a very, is a connection of mine mm-hmm. because I have to go to him. Shalom. I'm saying he actually was, He's part of a, he was uh, actually part of a Shir Nakumzis that I did during, during, uh, during the height of the Corona pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to just call him out just, just so he should be Zohar. I'll tell you if he should be mentioned for good things. His name is Yosef Floor from Montreal. And oh, okay. I'm just encouraging any, any person who has to get counsel on these issues to definitely reach out to him. And there's other ones also. But there are people out there who could help. And then you don't have to live like that anymore because it's like, like, any, like any addiction. A person's, a, a person's drive for these things is normal, but if it gets out of, out of control, it could become a disease. Yeah. It's, the only way that, it's the only way that humanity could continue, you know, I'm saying, to have those drives, but they have to be kept in check. And, more, and, a, and a person shouldn't use them online. Online, like we said before, the whole reason why we have it in the first place is for business. We're not here for fun. Right. Even though there are fun elements of our, of our lines of work. There definitely is. There are podcasts, there's copywriting, there's singing. There's a lot of things, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of fun things in our line of work. Everyone should enjoy their lines of work. But right. the enjoyment should be kept within, within the working environment. And it shouldn't extend to areas beyond that where that enjoyment doesn't belong. And when a person has that realization and they're more than they're, 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 they're probably, they're, they're in a better position yeah. to keep themselves, to keep themselves well-grounded and not take it over there. And then they'll keep themselves in check and they'll be able to go on leading that productive Kiddush Hashem style of life that the Goyim want to see and that we want to see.
Now I want to ask you this question. What about a girl who's not so strong and she does, she can't stick up for herself. Me, I'm a strong woman. A guy called me, I'm just going to say it. A guy, a Jewish from Hasidish guy sent me a message. Hey baby. And I said back to him, I said, don't ever call me that name again. Like, don't ever call me that again. And he's like, I apologize. I'm sorry. Da, 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 da. I'm like, this guy's wearing a white shirt in his profile picture. What is he doing? But then I have other guys recently who are sending me like weird emojis, hearts, red hearts all the time, every day. Mm-hmm. And for that, I'm like, they're just sending me these weird emojis. For that, I'm not as strong to say, please don't send that to me. For the guy who said, hey, baby, I was so strong. I was like, do not ever send that again. But here's two parts. I'm, t- I'm a strong girl. But mm-hmm. for the other messages, I'm not so strong. What is some advice that you can say? What can I do? Or what could those girls that are not strong enough to say, don't message me like that? What can they do? Whew, that's a tough one. Like I said, like I said at the beginning, I'm not the, I'm not the expert. What I could say is they should first of all know that I hope there's a right way to say this. Mm-hmm. And men don't really understand this. And I don't want this to come across as prust, okay? I don't want this to come across as, as immodest, but I'm going to say it. Okay. A woman is not a toy. A woman oh. is not a woman is not something <laughs> for a guy to let out all of his lusts and stuff like that, and for sure not online. You know, and they have to understand that what they're doing is damaging to them and damaging to the other. And a woman has to understand that for herself. She is not bait for a person, for another man. She has to understand that she's a human being. She has value. Mm-hmm. And that her va- and that her inherent value does not belong being used by somebody else. It's a hard mindset to form, I guess. If you don't have it before, I guess it really depends on your level of self esteem, right. you know. And it, I know that something like this can be very damaging to a girl's self esteem, like based on how, how long, how, how much this has been done to her, and how much this has been, um, how basically, basically, how long, however long this has been going on, right. you know. That all that all that really is relative. Because it makes but, them feel like they're only a body and only a face. Exactly. Not, value, not a Ex- value, not a substance. Exactly. So they have to understand that they're value. The reason why they're here on LinkedIn to begin with is because they they have a sense of value to offer. And that's within their job. It's within the information they're offering, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But don't ever lower yourself to the point to say that I am his um, object for enjoyment. That, that, that should never, ever be the case. And that's like – and. Tell it to yourself over and over again. I'm sure it's a mes- message that you tell yourself. That's that, like, very strong that you just said it. Like right now, I want yeah. to message him. Don't ever message me again. Just from yeah, what yeah. you just said. Yeah. Because it's so so strong. Like I never respond yeah. to his this guy's messages who sends me yeah. random emojis. Yeah. yeah. What you just said, super strong. It is, and every woman has to know that. Yeah. And 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 if they if they continue telling themselves that. And they continue to tell themselves that I'm a human being that has value and deserves to be treated like a human being. Mm-hmm. That you're responding kind and say, "Excuse me, I'm a human being," and don't and I I expect to be treated as a human being. Right. You know, um, I'm gonna reference Rabbi Wallerstein one more time because, like I said, he is really the expert in this. And he said that there are girls who are opting to behave in an amount of fashion. And he says, "I want you to understand that this is really what's happening to you." And he, he used the following analogy that he once went away for business. He is a businessman, by the way. Even though he teaches, he also he also works as well. And like I mentioned before, without a computer and without a laptop, without any any devices, and somehow he still gets work done. And um, make a long yeah make a long story short, 
he went to Texas, and I think as part of being there, they took him to like uh, an auction for like these big animals called steers. Steers are basically like oversized cows. Okay. Like they're huge. It's 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 part of the culture there. Don't ask. I'm a city boy. I don't understand any of this stuff. But <laughs> but that's what they do. And they auction it off. And how do they auction it off? They say, look how much meat this thing has, guys. Come on, you want to buy this thing, right? Look at this. Look look how much fat there is in this neck over here. Jakob Berger, that's for you, by the way. All right. Anyways. I was like, wow, that's a very yeah. good. Voice. You should do voiceovers. Yeah, I, I really should. I mean, actually, I I, I deal with, I, I talk to him a lot, but whatever. But make a long wow. story short. Now, back to the topic. As horrific as this sounds, he's like, when a guy is staring at you because you're presenting yourself in that fashion, you're selling yourself like the steer. And they just want to know which one has got the, which one has the meat that they enjoy the most. I, mean, I don't I, like that. That rubs me the wrong way. But no, I'll let you finish and then I'll tell you. No, but, but what I mean to say, it should rub you the wrong way because oh, you have okay. to understand it should rub you the wrong way because but because it's the mindset that ladies have to have when they I don't, I'm not talking about anyone specific. I think mm-hmm. most most average from girls are really trying to maintain that level of sneeze and they should. Uh-huh. But if they step out of that, if they step out of that, then they're lending themselves for guys to do that to them. And um, you had asked before, like, what could, like, what could they do to protect themselves? So, and, yeah. and, and, and first of all, to, for them to realize that that's not what they are. They're not up for sale. They're not up for auction like the steers are in Texas. What, what they are here, like we said, is to bring value and to bring profitable information and profitable um, goods to the, to, to the people they're dealing with in whatever line of work it is. And I guess the empowering message, like we said before, is for them to realize the value that they have. And if they don't realize it, they should definitely take time to try to sit down, sit down on it and, 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 and think about it. Now, if they're struggling with that, then they have to see someone. It could be it's an emotional thing. It could be it's, it could be it's, it's, there's a mental block there. There's something which is not allowing them to really come to that full realization of who they really are. And, you know, when a person doesn't realize their self-worth, they're bound to let people get into their lives when they shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that's really how a lot of these things really happen, you know. Um, right. like, like you, you and I both know that online, there's, there's plenty of people out there who have unfortunately miserable lives and they make themselves available in that sense, make, like, as if to say that like, maybe there'll be someone out there who can help me out. Yeah. And it's those people who come out to take advantage of them. Yeah. And, and, and that's, and that's like the, that's the worst possible Gehenna for, for a girl to put herself through and she shouldn't. And if she can't teach herself a value, she should definitely get some sort of help to help her realize the value that she has and thereby be able to build the walls of protection. So I know that you mentioned that like if a girl puts herself out in a certain way, then it's easier for a guy to notice her. Mm-hmm. My concern with this is that there are men who are creeps, who are, you know, just trying to get at any woman, at any woman, at, at any lady, I should say, because mm-hmm. I didn't say that right, but at any lady, whatever, doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't really matter. Any but female, whatever. Any girl, yeah. any female, <laughs> any female, yeah, Um, just even if she is so modest and she could be fully covered, the men who want to be inappropriate are going to be inappropriate no matter how the woman is dressed. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, it's not that I'm, you know, trying to say that men are blaming women, but that's a little bit how it sounds that you're saying if men, if women don't dress like this, men won't, won't, um, no, no, right, 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 right. So let me clarify that. So it's not blanket. You know? Obviously, men who are creeps have to work on themselves. That, that's that's mm-hmm. definitely not going to change, at least not, right. not from my standpoint. Um, but, you know, no, but it, it definitely, I know there are ladies who say that that woman, there was a woman who once said in a post somewhere, she responded to a comment of mine that, that, that modesty protecting you, protecting yourself is a fairy tale. And I disagree with her. I, I strongly, strongly disagree with her. Why? 
I, oh, so why? Oh, so now you're oh, so now you're, now you're pinning it down over here. Why? Because I'm modest. I'm very yeah. modest online, and I should yeah. not be getting the messages I get. Right. So possibly the people who are reaching out to you are creeps. That that's that could be what it is. I don't think most decent men are reaching out to you. Like I said, I think most people really are decent. Just they have to find a way to keep their decency in check. Because after all, we have two sides to us, right? Mm-hmm. And from the sounds of it, it doesn't sound like the people reaching out to you are really upstanding human beings, especially if they can message you like that. But that is yet to be said. I can't, I can't cast a judgment call on all of them. And why is it so? Because more often than not, if you carry yourself in, if you carry yourself in a modest fashion, you're really not bound to get inundated from everybody with those types of messages. Like, I mean, listen, I'm not a riot, but you don't, you don't find me messaging you like that. No, for sure not. Now, and I don't find yeah. a lot of other people as well. Like there right. are some really good people on LinkedIn. Re- I, I, I love LinkedIn. For sure. I really do. I'm saying that. No, I mean, I can, I can name you tons of people who would never do things like that. You know, yeah. so. Don't name names because. No, 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 no. We're not. I mean, I'm surprised na- maybe if they, if they have, you know. Right. Well, I'm already- surprised when I see the people. I'm like, what is going on here? No, exactly. But I'm saying. How does it so it, it really is kind of a hard question to answer, but but the message that you're sending, even if they should reach out to you like that, mm-hmm. the message that you're sending is, is that I'm not for sale. And right. that's the message that you should oh, not that not that a lady should look ugly. Whatever ugly means. Okay, beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. Every woman has to decide for herself, you know, what she should do, what she shouldn't do. That's not that's not for me to answer, okay? You know. Obviously, I'm saying whatever your whatever your standards are of like making yourself look presentable, so do it, you know what I'm saying? But obviously within reason. You know, within reason, within reason means like within reason. I'm not talking to you specifically. I'm just talking to anyone who happens to be hearing this message, you know, that it could be also there's very misconstrued understandings of what modesty is, you know, and like, I, and I'm not the expert to decide, you know, like to talk about sneers and in in like in, in all intricacies, like what people should right. be wearing and shouldn't be wearing. You're also not a woman, so you don't know the struggle and you don't know, I, I know, you know but how I, I, it is to be in the mind of a lady. Exactly, exactly. And it could be, it could be, it's, listen, I'm, I'm not a, I can't philosophize over here, you know, I can't, if that's a word, you know, I can't give over <laughs> my philosophy, philosophy exactly as to why these things happen. Don't you just love saying heavy vocabulary that you have no clue exactly how to turn it <laughs> into like, an, turn it to like something that's like, sounds like an adjective, philosophy. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, but like, but the point is, is that it could be this specific woman, the way she learned about Sneas was in a way that didn't make her feel good about herself. Right. It didn't make her feel good about herself as a woman. Yes. And thereby she looks at everything as like, it's like a bunch of rules. But, mm. but meanwhile, she doesn't realize that those rules, quote unquote, are really warding off much more danger to mm. her than it would be if she wouldn't hold by them. You know, and listen, it, 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 it wouldn't shock me at all in, in secular society if this happens every second to a woman. You know, whatever happens to you, I don't know how often you get these messages. I don't know how often is it. Baruch Hashem, it has not been. No, Baruch Hashem has not been that much anymore when I first started it was like it was it was crazy I guess like I showed myself as more like as like okay guys I'm not just a girl that's on LinkedIn that's posting this and that I held myself to a higher standard so Mm -hmm. I still get I right before this call I got another message and I was like okay whatever (laughs) like it's just I'm going into this call I'm going into this zoom you know this podcast talking about this but I probably get like a few a day maybe a a few a day now yeah Right. Not as bad as it used to be. Right. So I would venture to say that in secular society, this happens more than just a few a day. Right. And usually because the women are asking for it. Right. Sometimes, now, I, 
And they really yeah. are asking, and, and they really are asking for they it. They are, okay. they are asking for exactly. it. I mean, not every single girl, I can't say, but I don't know. They want it, people want attention, but listen, I'm not that girl, so I can't tell, I can't say what they want. It could be they're not asking, but I do want to ask you this, and then I'm we sure. have to go. Um, yeah. Take me inside, I know you're not going to want to, but take me inside the mind right now of a man. You're scrolling through LinkedIn, you see, you know, men are posting, women are posting, there's a video, there's a picture. What catches a man's eye? 